0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. This edition of the Patriots Report is brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to BetOnline today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. This week on the Patriots Report, Chris Hogan and I break down what happened in Miami, we look forward to Washington. And we look at a handful of players up and down the roster who could get a major opportunity for playing time moving forward. That's all up right now, only on Patriots All right, Chris, give me your assessment on what happened Sunday. This felt an awful lot like the two early season losses, the Miami and Philadelphia loss early in the year, they were competitive but in the end the talent gap between the two teams was just too great and it reflected itself on the scoreboard
1: i mean listen we we talked about it i mean they did it uh the first time that they played the dolphins they kind of limited their playmakers to touches and to making big plays in the game uh the thing that hurt us in the first game was the running you know the running backs you know Mosert had a good game um and then on Sunday, it just, you know, Jalen Waddle and, and Tyreek took over the game. I mean, big plays down the field. They both had over 100 yards. They made big third down catches. So, you know, we got a turnover. Um, but when they're making big plays like that down the field that produce points, um, it, you know, it's going to be tough because I think, like you said, the gap really between, you know, our playmakers and their playmakers, you know, those guys are some of the best in the league mm-hmm. um, and they showed it on Sunday and we weren't really able to stop that, you know, for a majority of the game, you know, it kind of seemed like there's a lot of third downs that came up a lot of situations. And it just, it almost got to the point where it was like, I just have a feeling that they're just going to connect on this third down. Like we yeah. just didn't really have an answer for how to stop to how to stop Tyreek or how to stop Jalen, you know, one of those three guys showed up seemingly on all those critical situations. So, Hats off to the Dolphins, you know, and Mike, you know, and and they had a good game plan. They obviously learned from the first time that you know we played them, and you know they came out and they they executed it. You know, they got the ball into their playmakers' hands, and they were able to make plays.
0: The thing about Hill for me is, I had a chance to. I really wanted to focus on what makes him special, other than the speed. Obviously, he's got world class speed that goes without saying. But what stood out for me watching him individually on a play-by-play basis, what a complete receiver he is. Yeah, He's a willing blocker, a mostly willing blocker in the run game. He can beat guys downfield. He can go sit in a zone and be patient waiting for the ball to get there he never gives up on a play he literally checks every single box he, he also lines up i, I counted him line he lined up at six different positions yeah. on the field and that's not when he was in motion that's not counting when he was in motion this guy checks off all the boxes you want in a complete wide receiver
1: yeah I mean we talked about this i think a few weeks ago you know, he's just he has the way that he's progressed as a wide receiver he's no longer he's not a gadget guy. You know he's not a guy that you're just giving jet sweeps to, and you know taking the top off a of defense every single play, hoping that he's going to come up with a big one for you. He's like you said, he's lined up in different positions. He's his variety of routes that he's running is a, a lot, you know, and he's able to run those routes efficiently. He's able to diagnose zones. He's blocking in the run game. I mean, these are all things of of a top high you know number one wide receiver that you want and he's showing it and he's also breaking records while doing it and and, you know what he's doing week in and week out is pretty impressive
0: 2,000 yards can you get there I mean for me that's like 61 home runs that's like I I mean that's one of those records where you look at it and go damn 2,000 yards and look I know it's a you know it's going to be a 17 game season so it's a little different but I think of the they'll great have a wide tiny receiver. asterisk on it, but like yeah. what
1: he's done over six games of the season is incredible, and I don't yeah. see him slowing down. You know, I mean, teams still have to their playmakers are out there, man. He's not the only one, so it's not you really can't go into these games with them and just be like, okay, we're going to stop Tariq. Well, then Jalen's going to show up, then Mostert's going to show up, then Tua's going to be able to use his feet a little bit and legs and throw the ball down the field. I mean, you, they're a pretty complete offense right now that are that's playing pretty well.
0: Flip back, flip back around to the other side of the ball here. I want to yeah. take a look at some big questions about New England. And I want to ask you this. If you had to guess, are we witnessing the final stretch of Mac Jones's career in New England? I can tell you from my perspective, it feels like we are.
1: Um, I think from a speaking as a former player and has played in that organization, I hope it's not. Um, I think that, I would like to say that my 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 Mac Jones you know fan has tipped in a positive direction. Um he's playing in a an organization that is known for winning Super Bowls. They're two and six. He's hasn't played well week in and week out. The consistency hasn't been there. But he also is trying to show up every single week. Um he's in the media talking about how they're trying to bring the practice, what they're doing in practice to the games. He's, he's out there to be honest with you. There were a bunch of drives that I watched in this game where I felt like he settled down a little bit. He Mm -hmm. seems a little jumpy to me at times and his feet are always moving. And, and he's always, he seems a little bit unsettled, but there were a few drives in this game where he went through his reads and he was pretty calm. And, um, you know, that to me is he's just getting more comfortable playing in this offense and playing, you know, with, the guys that he has so i mean i know bill as well i mean he is no he's he's not scared to bring in competition to you know raise someone else's competition up a little bit so i would expect that he's going to be here um but i also would expect bill to bring in uh, you know someone that is a very good quarterback that's going to compete for a job and you know, who knows? I mean, listen, we still have a long season and Mac can still make huge strides in the end of the season, but that's really up to him. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not on anyone else, but Mac Jones. So he has to make that decision himself as a football player, as a competitor that we're two and six seasons, certainly not lost yet, you know, which is crazy to even talk about a two and six, but it's not, Mm -hmm. um, But again, it's on him, man. I mean, how he shows up every single day, how he's going to compete every single Sunday, how much work are you willing to put into this knowing that, you know, maybe we don't have the best team or, you know, we're missing some pieces. We lost a bunch of key pieces in the, in the offense and on the defense side of things. So like, yeah, sure. There's a lot of stuff that's going, going against you and going against the team. But again, man, you're a football player, you're a competitor. So this is why, this is why you got into this. This is why you play the game. And at the end of the day, you're representing not only the New England Patriots, but you're also representing Mac Jones, the guy, you know, the name on the back of his jersey. So I know for me, it would always be about how can I, no matter what the situation was, how can I put my best foot forward? You know, how well can I compete? How well can I prepare? Because there are 32 other teams watching these games, Mm -hmm. right? Like what you do on Sundays, that's your resume. That's your take. I don't care how well you practice and how well you practice. No one sees that stuff. The only people that see that is your team. The 31 other teams watching this, that's your resume, right? So, like, if you're going out and, okay, Mac, you're in the last year of your career in, in, in a year or two, like, and writing's on the wall, you know, they're probably going to get rid of you. Well, I'd be playing my best football so that someone wants to pick me up, mm-hmm. right? I don't think that's the situation, but, you know, again, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill brings in some, some more competition. And um, I I don't want to talk about the end of the season or the offseason right now, but this one should be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, it really should. I, I say that, too, with the, going back to, you know, the last days of Mac Jones, I, I say that with the understanding that not all this is on him. This is, God, you man. know, the, the playmakers around him either hurt or ineffective. The offensive line either hurt or ineffective the running game, maybe not being what you thought it would be. And look, that's life in the big city. Like I always say, you know, you're, you're the quarterback, you get too much of the credit, you get too much of the blame. And so I think there's there's a general focus there. I think the other thing too, and your point is really well taken. I think that's what we're going to see this off season. I don't think we're going to see Mac Jones necessarily cut right out of the gate, but I do think we're going to see a situation where Bill brings in a quarterback either in free agency or the draft, to create a level of competition at the position. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how all that shakes out.
1: I mean, that's, that's Bill. I mean, he loves that, right? I mean, he always wants to bring in more competition, better players, because he, and I believe, and I do believe how he thinks is it raises up the level of the competition in the room, right? So if I'm in a wide receiver room and we draft or we bring in a free agent that I know is a good player, to me, that's not, he doesn't trust me or he doesn't want me here. To me, that's A, that could help our team, but B, I got to step up my game. Like I need to play well, as well as this other kid that they brought in and keep my job. So I think for him, it'll be interesting off season. I mean, but I think more importantly, he has to focus on the task ahead of him and and that goes really for the entire team of how do we finish this season on a more positive note.
0: I always go back to the line from Mike Vrabel, who told me that you know I, I watch the draft every year because I want to see who Bill's going to try and replace me with. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, there, there's there's some truth to that. That yeah, no, there's Bill, a lot
1: of truth to that. <laughs>
0: Bill loves the competition, and I could see him maybe not one of the top five quarterbacks. You know, not a Bo Nix or a Michael Penix or whoever, but a second round guy to kind of spur Mac on a little bit. And and we'll see how it all, like I said, we'll see how it all shakes out. I want to look ahead and get your take on one of your favorite guys, Kendrick Bourne. He's lost for the year. I can tell you from a locker room perspective, he's one of the good guys. We never really know the guys you cover, but in my experience, brings positive energy. He's the glue of the receiver room. He goes over the middle, makes the tough catches, smart, accountable, you know, we talked about Tyreek checking off all the boxes in terms of, you know, receiver you want born is another one of those types of guys from a yeah. receiver's perspective. What makes him other than the obvious physical stuff? What makes him special?
1: Yeah. I mean, first it was brutal to watch and I don't know Kendrick at all. Um, but I have what I've seen from him from this season is him stepping up week in and week out and taking on more of a role, and he was has been playing so well the last couple of weeks and has really almost he's really evol- evolved into the go to guy. Um, you know, score a touchdown on Sunday, and he went down on him when he went down and he he grabbed his knee. It it, it hurt, man. It was like it hurt for me, like um, almost like I had played with him. You know, be, just because. I've really enjoyed watching him play over the last 3, three 4 weeks of the season. I don't care what the record was, you know, and and what's that showing, but I did see guys out there that are making improvements and he was one of them, man, and I mean that just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um but to go back to why he's a good receiver, I think it seems like he's very willing to do what's asked of him. Um And I think to play in that offense, you have to be very willing to do exactly what's asked of you to make a play work. Um, Whether that's you're a clear out guy or just making sure you're at the right depth for your quarterback and making sure that you're in the right spot in the zones and being active in the run game. And he was doing all of those things. And on top of that, he was getting the ball in his hands and he started making some plays, you know, breaking tackles, getting a little bit of yak after, after the catch. And he had a really positive and um, his energy about him was great. He was excited when he made a play. And I think people were feeding off of that. I think the team was feeding off of that. You know, he was doing his dance in the end zone when they scored, you know, not to mention they scored a touchdown, you know, and they went up early, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that was huge, you know, for that team, for that, going into that game, knowing that they're playing a very tough Miami team on the road in Miami, you know, to, to go out and be able to make those types of plays, you know, so he, uh, I mean, man, I wish him nothing but a speedy recovery because he was, he was really having a good year. Um, And I think he was going to continue to have a very good year. um, Just the way that he was progressing as a wide receiver it seemed like he was a lot more comfortable in the offense um, with the guys that are out there with Mac, uh, with Billy O, with Bill, you know? So, I mean, it, I mean, it really, it sucks to watch a guy, you know, go down especially, you know, when I play like that, it just brutal. So wish you nothing but the best Kendrick. Hope you get better fast, man.
0: He reminds me of you, honestly. Yeah, there is. And, and yeah, he referenced I mean, that. Yeah, he. I mean, he's referenced that a, a couple of times where he's, you know, given shout outs to guys who are maybe under the radar in New England yeah. who came in as unheralded guys like yourself, Amandola, Julian Edelman, you know, those type of guys. And I, I couldn't help but, you know, look at the numbers and look at the way they, you know, you guys played. There's there's some similarities there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the great thing about that offense right now is there really is not a go to guy. So there's not everyone really has all of these equal opportunities to make these plays. And I think for him, he was taking advantage of them, which was awesome to watch. I mean, something that I kind of, I always talk about and I always prided myself on. And the reason why I think I had as long a career as I did, I, I took advantage of all my opportunities. You know, when the ball came my way, I, I did my best to make the play and, and he was doing that, you know? And, uh, you know, just a, a a minor setback for him. And and I hope, you know, he can come back a little bit stronger, but you know, continue to build off of the stuff that he was doing this year.
0: Continuing with the wide receivers, what do you make of how they use Juju on Sunday? They activated him, but he didn't play until they absolutely needed him in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. So uh, I we talked about this a few weeks ago. They've found their guys. And that's been very, very evident in the last couple of weeks is that they I think they have found the grouping of guys that works for them and they're going to mix it up. They're going to change it a little bit here and there. Whether They're going to change positions, um, different personnel. But I think what Bill and I think what Billy O has found is as they found the grouping of guys that they like best on the field that put them in the best position to win a game that does not mean that Juju is not a good football player. I just think right now and and where they're at in the season, they were looking for something to be a little bit more consistent, uh, maybe a little bit more consistency for Mac, you know, for the guys that are on the field um, more and not just changing the personnel groupings so frequently where, you know, you have a grouping of three, two different receivers, every single drive. Um, So I think for them, it was having a little bit more consistency. You know, he got hurt. He had the um, head injury that, you know, set him back a little bit. And I think they found something that worked, you know, they had pop, they had Kendrick, they had uh, Hunter and Farrow. and, you know, they switch up the running backs and with Zeke. And I think that was something that they found was they could be successful. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, listen, next guy up, right. So he's your next guy. I think maybe you'll see some of the young guys. I think you're going to see them give the ball to pop a little bit more. I mean, he seems a little bit more comfortable. Every time he touches the damn ball, I'm like, hold on to that freaking thing. (laughs) Because he made that same play, man. It was like that quick little pass. And he made a cut, made a guy miss, and he's going over the middle. And I'm I'm not watching him. I'm watching everyone chase him from behind. And I'm like, just hold on to that freaking thing. Because they're coming. But he did, man. He got down. A couple of times he got down before the hit, which – listen, live to play another day, man. Know when this play's over and move on. So I think he's learning. I think he's progressing as well. And uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing him kind of continue to make big strides. You know, I'm, we're going to need him to make big strides. Yeah. If, you know, Kendrick is out, we're going to need some guys to make
0: plays. It feels like that even with guys like Jalen Rager and Tyquan Thornton and Kayshawn Boutte on the roster, this should be the Pop Douglas show the rest of the way
1: yeah i mean you know they're gonna i I think they're gonna need him to step up for sure um that being said i think you know where they're at in the season and you know where they go for the next few weeks i you know i would i know bill is going to give these guys an opportunity Mm -hmm. right if they're producing in practice if they are showing their capabilities of preparation and doing the right things on the field, making the right plays in practice. Obviously they know how to, what to do and how to line up and they know the playbook efficiently. Like that's probably first and foremost, if you, if you can't get the playbook, you're not going to be out there on Sundays. So I think at least the, a little bit of accountability with those guys on that. Um, if they're able to do that, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, him, him uh, activate some of those guys and give them an opportunity.
0: It's going to be interesting to see how the snaps are doled out the rest of the way at the wide receiver position, because as you mentioned, Juju might be getting more. We might see more from some of the youngsters. I I personally, like we just talked about, I I think pop Douglas is, you know, which should be the pop Douglas show for the most part, the rest of the way. Um, I, I just, I just wonder if, and it was funny, someone, someone brought this up to me the other day. Can you imagine if Jalen Rager is the first round wide receiver that works out for them? you know with so many (laughs) swings and misses over the years at that position that giving a guy like Rager an opportunity giving someone like tight and just seeing what they can do at this point seems to make a lot of sense at least in the offense 100
1: percent I guarantee we will see them over the next couple weeks 100 percent um I think it's an incredible opportunity for pop and I think a lot of I've myself have been in those positions where You know, a guy like Julian Elvin goes down and all of a sudden you got to step up into a position that maybe you didn't think you were going to be in. But here it is. And you're going to have to step up and be the guy, become a leader. Right. He's a young kid. He is learning this offense. He's new to, you know, the the team and the organization. But Bill's not going to wait around for that. You know, he's going to want him to step up. Um, And I think for the other guys there's so much opportunity right now for them to step up, to practice hard, to make sure that they're being noticed on the field, to make the plays during practice so that they get these opportunities in the games. And who knows, you know, they might these guys, you know, Keon Jalen, they might get into these games and this might be their, their opportunity to show what type of receiver that they, they can be. Um, And I would, uh, you know, I would bet that they're going to be out there, you know, the next couple of weeks.
0: I firmly believe that so much of the greatness of this franchise over the last 20 plus years comes down to guys making the most of their opportunity. And the, the most obvious case is Tom, but you can go all the way down the line guys like you, uh, you know, guys like Malcolm Butler, they're, they're guys who, when he, asked yeah. to step up, yeah. When asked to step he up guys. and make plays, it, you know, guys are are able to do it and, and yep. there's going to be a lot of people on this roster who, over the last nine games of this season who are going to have that opportunity. And I think the legacy of their, their legacy and I think the legacy of this team is going to be determined by how they perform.
1: There, there are so many guys on this roster. Obviously there's some younger kids that maybe their future is with new England next year. And then there's some older guys that their future is unknown. Um, Like we said, with Mac, your 31 other teams are watching these games. This is again, you're building your own resume. So if you get out there on a Sunday and you haven't had a lot of opportunities and you get one or two, like you make the most of it because no one's watching what you do in practice. No one's watching. They're only going to hear little things here and there. Oh, he practices really hard. Uh good scout team player, uh good teammate. Like those that's all great. But at the end of the day, you know we're in a production based business and if you don't produce on sundays you're probably not going to have a long career and i think for those guys that's got to be something that's you know they're focused on is how can i help my team in the last 9 games of the season how can i help myself in the last 9 games of the season and how i prepare how i practice Um, you know, if my, my future is going to be with new England, like making the the best lasting impact on bill and the organization. And then if it's not like, how am I impacting and how am I affecting the, the scouts and everyone watching me as a guy that they want on their
0: team. All right. A couple more quick questions about Sunday. Um, there's a former sports talk radio guy up here who came up with the idea for the blame pie. With the yeah. idea that you can slice it up and you can say, all right, this guy gets 30% of the blame pie. We actually, in the mailbag this week, we also talked about the credit cake, the flip side to the blame pie. We doled out slices of the credit cake with a Bills win. So let's go back to the blame pie. Let's let's take a look at this one. I gave 35% to Mac, probably a little high, but just because it's, you know, the quarterback's going yeah, yeah. to get more of the credit, more of the blame. I understand yeah. that. 30% yeah. to Bill. Twenty percent to the offensive line, ten percent to the officiating, which I know you want to talk about, and J.C. Jackson got five percent. Tell me how uh, you would, and we don't need to get a perfect one hundred score here, but who gets most of the blame for this loss?
1: Um, <laughs> I I agree with a lot of where you doled out your your percentages in this uh, awful tasting pie after a <laughs> loss, but um, honestly, I got to go with how we. I just can't imagine that the def the defensive staff was in the meeting room saying, we're just going to let Tyreek and Jalen have both have a hundred plus yards and touchdowns on us on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who we had at corner or what, you know, what the matchup was. I just, I can't, I, I just know that that was not part of the game plan. And. Um, we did such a good job of that. in the first time that we played them limiting both of them really to, having an okay game I mean, Tyreek only had like 45 yards in the first game and he seemingly did whatever he wanted to. And now I know that this is the NFL and they're going to game plan the same thing and try to do some different things to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers. But but to me, there was just not enough done um, to stop, you know, both of those guys, you know, they made too many plays down the field, too many crucial catches on third downs. Um, You know, Tyreek was all over the place and um you know that that hurt us it -hmm. it hurt us a lot um so i'll put the other 50 on these black and white jerseys that are out there which is just week in and week out just freaking making the awful calls and why do you think
0: that's the case Why, why do you think that that the officiating has slipped as much as it has over the last few years i don't
1: know man it's just I know that there's been so many rule changes on player safety, and and I get that. There's so much more that we're watching for, and and maybe these guys are doing, you know, they're so mu- they're hyper focused on player safety and receivers and 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 uh, defensive backs and and the quarterback, right? Like that's, you know, we're seeing the holding calls and all that. That doesn't really frustrate me unless it's like some ridiculous one, you know, on the offensive defensive line, that sort of stuff. You know, some of these pass interference calls are just so ticky tacky bull that it's just like and in areas of the of the field like especially in the red zone you gotta let the guys play a little bit i mean the one the call i mean i listen i know jc didn't have a great game but damn i mean that call in a big situation like that was just was terrible Mm -hmm. i mean barely grabbed the jersey like let's I, i i just don't understand where how the refs are making some of these calls, you know, it's just, I know that it happens in real time. It's fast. And it's, I know we sit here on Monday or what Tuesday or whatever, and you know, we can, it's, we're not in their shoes. and And I get that. I understand that. But some of the, some of the calls are just, you know, just don't need to happen. Keep the flag in your pocket, man. And let these guys play. I mean, and for another instance, like Juju,
0: yeah, that's the one like, I wanted to ask you about specifically.
1: No, bro, like this guy was making a freaking play and he prevented an interception. The guy literally jumped, he was in the air. If he would have, if Juju would have let him come all the way down to the ground, bang bang play, mind you. He also didn't know where he was. He would have completed that. I guarantee he would have caught that and it came up with an interception. But he turned around, tried to make the right play. He led with his shoulder. He didn't leave with his head. He was in the air. Of course, he's going to come down and smack his head. And it's going to look bad. Like this is football. Mm -hmm. Right. And ever since like the dolphins all upset, like stop with this freaking sensitive bullshit. Like your guys are playing football and the refs are going in there, throwing all these flags. And I was like, nah, man, like this kid made a good play and, listen, hats off to Juju for kind of settling the situation. And, and I get that maybe uh, like if something serious had happened, like I'm totally fine with everyone going over and making sure that he's okay. I think that's the right thing to do, but I don't think Juju should be so criticized for the play, the football play that he made on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like he was trying to do what he thought was right and best. He didn't, Listen, he could have taken that guy's legs out, and that could have been a lot worse, right? And he didn't. He went in with his shoulder, like you're taught to do, and made a football play and defended a probably would have been interception. Mm -hmm. So is that is frustrating for me to watch because, I again, the player safety thing I get, but you got to let these guys play football. You know, if we're just going to take hitting out of the game, then we might as well just throw flags on and – Compete for the Olympics in flight football. Like what, like, what are we talking about? You know? And listen, and as a receiver, I'm all about, you know, if I'm going up in the air and I, and I don't see you and I'm defenseless, like it's tough. I mean, I'm, I I would pray, that but listen, man, I've also been there before where I've gotten my clock cleaned and I'm not going to get up all pissed off about it because it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know that. And that's, that stuff's gonna happen and it's just it's changed so much over the course of the last couple of years where there's just we're not focusing on the the football aspect of things where these are grown men going out there and playing a very violent game and we're just out there looking to throw flags at people for doing something maybe a half a second wrong or less than that where they're making a game time decision to, Braced themselves for a hit, but he's 265 pounds, and it looks worse than yes,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, it, lo- so, it looked bad. the The juju hit looked bad, but when you it really bad on, it, just... it
1: looked bad on TV. But when they slowed yeah. it down, and yeah. we're watching it in clean slow head. motion, he he put his shoulder directly in the guy's chest. He didn't hit him in the head. Unfortunately, he jumped up in the air, and when he came down, he smacked his head on the turf, and that's. But that's that's gonna happen, and you know, I'm sitting next to the people watching the game, and they're like, Oh my, you know, blah, 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 like that was so that was so. Di-. I'm like, No, it wasn't. Like, this guy made a clean football play and prevented interception. And it was unfortunate that you know, he came down in the way that he did, and he was okay, and that's great. And we made sure, but like, these guys, everyone's looking to get all these flags nowadays. It's like, if you get hit too hard, it's like, Where's my flag?
0: The guy gets up with the hands in the air, like oh. yeah.
1: It's just like, come on, man. It's like play play ball. If you're gonna get like if you're gonna play this game, expect to get hit hard. And when it does happen, hopefully it happens in a way that was done the the right way. I mean, listen, if you get crack back blocked and you get your feet you know decleated off off the turf, like that's that's one thing. Like we know not to do that now, right? And that's it shouldn't be part of the game. You shouldn't be able to run full speed at a guy who's running another direction and has zero idea that you're coming to literally take him out. You know, let, I don't I'm, I'm good with eliminating that part of the game, mm-hmm. but the football plays like that, that stuff, like I really think that we got to do a better job of managing when we're throwing flags and when we're not.
0: All right. We only got a few minutes left. I want to get your take on Patriots commanders Sunday at one Gillette stadium this looks like a winnable game, although I hate saying a winnable game for two and 16, but you know, they're favored by one bet online has them favored by one going into this game. I tweeted that out earlier last, I tweeted that out last night and I got a bunch of people saying, why do they, do they even watch the games? But (laughs) you know, you you, you stack these two teams up again, this certainly looks like a real opportunity as we said before for new England.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think they're all winnable, winnable games. I think every single time they go out on the field, I think, that new England has very good chances of winning and, but we you know we're going to talk about the same stuff for from now until the rest of the season, eliminate the turnovers, take care of the football, play well on special teams and, and stop their playmakers. They got some guys that can make some plays on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to see who wants to step up on offense you know, in the the loss of of Kendrick, because he was doing a lot of things very well for the offense, and I think it's time for Pop to take on a, a, a even bigger role than than he has. Um, I think it's time for some of these receivers. I I would I would bet that you know Jalen or Keon, you know those guys are going to be activated for this game, um, and for Juju to step up. You know, he's going to get some chances. I would I would think, and they're going to try to run with him as you know in that Kendrick spot maybe. Um, and I think that's just going to be important for them to manage this game, to try to keep building off of what they've been doing and, you know, defensively do a good job of game planning and and sticking to that game plan. And then offense, I think we just need to continue. what We're doing, we made some plays down the field, you know, we were doing some good things. It just wasn't enough. So I think being able to do those good things, put points on the board and kind of see where the chips fall at the end of the day.
0: What does the Hogan family give out for Halloween?
1: <clears throat> I, I'm lucky enough to live on a very small cul de sac where I don't get a ton of trick or But <laughs> the uh, the Hogan family will be dressed in full Mario Kart gear. Mrs. Hogan made uh, homemade uh, Mario Karts for every member of the family. So excellent! It will be uh, it'll be a lot of fun tonight. Well, Reese Reese's are our staple in, in, in my house, <laughs> bingo,
0: bingo. There you go. Same here, Chris Hogan. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Take care. And we will talk to you again next week. Thanks Chris. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. One more reminder. This episode of the Patriots report has been brought to you by bet online. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week and bet online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season with MLB postseason, NFL and college football and the NHL in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to BetOnline today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Believe—that's that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe.